0: Welcome to the Sports Not Sports Betting Zone podcast with Kenny White. That's right, the Wizard of Odds, Kenny White. Brought to you by Kenny White Sports. And that includes the power ratings dot com at kennywhitesports dot com. Boy, I'm, I'm having a heck of a heck of a start to this uh, show here, guys. I got uh, Kenny and Randall on with me and guys, we're going to start off because I have to throw this back at you guys, okay? College football playoffs, the SEC rules again. So much for the Big Ten, guys. Uh, (laughs) I I said the Big Ten was weak. Uh, They proved it. Michigan didn't have what it takes to to beat Georgia, and it's an all-SEC final and I'm just going to sh- throw this at you right now, guys. Roll Tide! Roll Tide! <laughs> <laughs>
1: you know, it was an amazing stat they threw out on the Michigan-Georgia uh, game when they were playing about, uh, I think it was four and five star recruits. Uh, and, I, and I do all the, the recruiting analysis before the year and it, it was amazing though. I I think the numbers were like Georgia had forty five players that were four star or better. Wow. And Mich- Michigan had like ten.
0: Oh my goodness.
1: But you know, those are freshmen. I mean those are like those are freshmen coming into college. You know, there's also developmental period. There's there's guys that are four or five years there and you know, these, these players have, have been there and, and they get bigger and stronger and faster and they're not freshmen anymore and you know they're all four and five star I feel like they're all four and five star players but then they're senior but um there was definitely a talent difference between Georgia and Michigan that's for sure and a lot of, sometimes it comes down to confidence and knowing you can win and let's go to roll tide roll they've won seven or over Georgia's you know is Georgia scared of Alabama
0: yeah I know and that's why we're going to continue on with this discussion because because here's the thing okay I, I said to uh Randall on another show, uh, does it have something to do with coaching? We've got, you know, uh the coaching uh uh, you know, between you know you got a George. It's the Nick Saban line of coaching here. Uh does that have something to do with it? Because I'm gonna tell you right now, from from what I heard from the players, they love Nick Saban. That old guy's getting out there and working out with them and everything, man.
1: Yeah, it he, is amazing, coach. Uh, obviously, the, the national championships that he's won, so he, he's he's doing it right. And obviously, you get guys from his coaching tree are now doing it right. They're following the Nick Saban way. So you get the greatest players, and you coach them up the best way you can, and and you got to get the game game plan. I mean, watching Georgia, Michigan, I really felt Georgia was well more prepared. I didn't feel it was the athletes were that much better. I just thought Georgia had a far better game plan, right? Than Michigan did. It really looked like. It. I mean, Georgia came, came right off the first drive and gashed Michigan's defense, right? And it was run or pass; it didn't matter. So, to me, it was preparation in that game, and Georgia was well more prepared.
0: Randall, uh, you got the floor here. You got anything to add to that? And your question for Kenny?
1: Yeah,
2: I mean, I I told you, Bob, on another show, I thought Michigan looked like a a group of high school kids uh, at the coin toss when uh, when Georgia trotted their guys out there. Just uh, huge, huge, huge. I mean, I think, uh, Kenny, we talked about this on another show, Bob and I did. I mean, do you think that Georgia really cared about that SEC championship? I mean, they knew they were in. I think that, you know, that game was won. They felt whether they were the one seed, the two seed or the three seed, that they were going to find themselves in the national championship, you know, maybe against Alabama. I mean, I guess maybe a little bit of pride and joy in winning an SEC championship. But I mean, the goal at the end of the year is to win the national championship. So, I mean, I think this opening line, Georgia minus one and a half, bet up to three, Um, you know, obviously Mechie is now out. Uh, which is a huge blow for for Alabama. But I mean, did you do you think that SEC title game was was maybe kind of blown off by Georgia?
1: Yeah, watching when I was watching that game, it was the first thing I thought was, well, Georgia did go up ten nothing in the game, yeah, yeah. and then Al- Alabama just went on a scoring spree. But you know, the, when when, the, when Alabama went ahead and Georgia couldn't find their way back, I kept thinking, oh my gosh, Georgia knew they knew they were in the, the college football playoff no matter what and they and they're, and they're thinking we're not going to get blown out we're if, if we happen to lose we're still in it and that's all they thought but we're going to win this game we're favorites we're going to win and they 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 were they probably didn't have the right intensity and they should have i mean it's alabama it's championship and if they would have beaten alabama they wouldn't be playing alabama now for the championship they'd, they'd be playing somebody else for the national championship instead of true. for the
0: but, so very, very true. Very so
1: true. you know, and Alabama had their backs to the wall. They knew they had to win. Um, if they didn't win, they were out. They had no shot. So, I mean, all all of the uh, um, all of the, the meaning of the game was on Alabama. They had to win the game. Georgia didn't, and we saw even even getting blown out. They get blown out, and they're still in the college football championship. And because they knew they hadn't lost, they were undefeated, so they knew they were in already.
0: Okay, uh, Randall, is his question is going to be in regards to Mike and I are in the fantasy football championship in our league, which Randall's in. And Randall, go ahead and ask your smart alec question.
2: <laughs> uh, I just, looking here at your roster, I've got it pulled up. It looks like you're down roughly 41 points. Um, I'm just going to run through his roster here. Just a couple of guys. Kenny Aaron Rodgers, he's got his quarterback. Um, I assume he's not playing this week, so Bob will get to go with uh, Stafford and the Rams. I know he's a big Stafford guy. Um, <laughs> and then he's got Kamara. He's got Jonathan Taylor, which, I mean, the Colts probably win that game very easily. Taylor probably doesn't see a huge workload with the playoffs around the corner. He's got Gronk got waddle what what do you think you think bob has any chance in these fantasy playoffs going up against uh against mike who's got josh allen Chubb, jacobs Justin jefferson cooper cup travis kelsey jamar chase
1: any chance for bob <laughs> oh boy bob you're you're up against it that sounds like a pretty loaded team mike has too but oh my god uh, got some good players uh you know, Alvin Kamara obviously out of the playoffs. That's you know who knows how much workload he gets. Jonathan Taylor, I think, gets a lot of workload. He probably has a huge game against Jacksonville. Um I don't know. Uh the, Very interesting, though. Uh, this for the this is for the championship. The yes. winner, winner takes all.
0: Yes, yes, it's yeah, an it's a, it's a two week playoff.
2: He's projected to lose by sixty five points.
0: currently. <laughs> wow! Uh, all because and we're you know what? Let's just go to it. Jamar Chase. And his record-setting performance, rookie record by a wide receiver. Guys, you've never seen anything like it. It looked like he was, it looked like a video game where I pushed the button and it made the player go faster. I swear, that's what it looked like out there. I couldn't believe it. Mike gets 55 points out of this guy. Come on. You know, how lucky can he get?
1: The number one receiver in the NFL. And I mean, that's his. That was his biggest game of the year. Obviously, three touchdown game, 266 yards. But, yes, boy, he was a man among boys uh, against one of the better defenses right now in the NFL. So, yes. what a great game.
0: Oh, yeah. Hey, real,
1: real quick, Bob, I
2: want to jump in here. I know this is not on our, uh, on our topic of discussion, but I think it's a good uh, a good point here, Kenny. On these, these future markets, I mean, you could have gotten, you know, chase at plus money just a couple of weeks ago before that um, you know mac jones was plus money chase was the favorite i mean is there any value in betting these things maybe not on a weekend week out basis but if you know it's kind of a two-horse race uh which i think the rookie of the year kind of has been all year with chase and jones i mean is it worth trying to to grab plus money on both of those guys and just kind of watching it unfold
1: I think that yeah, a lot of value if you if you've got plus money on the two top guys that you think could win it. Yeah, uh, especially you know this late in the year because you know that there's not going to be a lot of change. This isn't a horse race where somebody can come flying up 30, 30 right. lengths back and win this thing. So, right. so you're not coming off the pace. You're the, you're. It's the one or two guys that's going to win it. Okay. You know, Bill Belichick two weeks ago. Bill
2: Belichick even money on FanDuel to win Coach of the Year. He's
0: now thirty to one. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I yep. mean, it's amazing how these futures markets um, flip here. Here with some of these
0: books. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, you're 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 talking to a guy here who picked Justin Fields for rookie of the year, and we won't go into that. <laughs> you did? Yes. 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 Yeah. They had a they had a boost, and I jumped on it, and it was not a smart bet. You know, you gotta got to think before you make these bets sometimes, don't you, Kenny?
1: There's no doubt about that, Bob, but uh, Justin Fields was a guy that I thought was going to have a very good year, but yeah, obviously with a bad team, right? bad situation, and Yeah. No no offensive, no offensive line in front of him really hurt him.
0: Exactly. All right. Uh, We are the Sports Not Sports Betting Zone podcast with Kenny White, and we're brought to you by Kenny White Sports. And there's a lot going on at Kenny White Sports, especially with the NFL playoffs uh, upon us very soon. Uh, uh, Exciting time, isn't it, Kenny?
1: Yeah, no doubt. we got a newsletter this week that's out. Uh, we'll be out uh, Thursday for the for the uh, final week of the NFL. We'll give you a lot of great information on that uh, uh, to get you started and get you going for the weekend for NFL games.
0: Yes, and we're excited about it. KennyWhitesports.com. Don't forget the power ratings. We've got power ratings in the NFL. We've got power ratings in college basketball. We've got color, uh, power ratings in college football. we got power ratings in... The NHL, everything coming your way, 2022 is going to be a great year for Kenny White Sports. And as we transition here, guys, uh, I know Mike wanted to know what Kenny thought about who uh, was in the MVP uh, lead here. I think uh, we pretty well know who that is, don't we, Kenny? Now, <laughs>
1: yeah, no doubt about it. Back to back great years. I mean, when you throw 80, almost 90 touchdowns and less than 10, 10 interceptions. Um, Aaron Rodgers has just had a tremendous, tremendous uh, couple of years. This for the for the record books. I, I I just don't recall, you know, a guy that has thrown that that high of a percentage of touchdowns and that low of a percentage of interceptions. It, it, it's truly amazing.
0: Yeah, it really is. But it shows you how the game has changed. Uh, you got to admit, man, there are some crazy calls going on in these games I, I as much as you know and I, I I was never a Dallas Cowboy fan but they sure had a rough game with the officials did they not I mean it, there were some bad calls
1: yeah it seems that week you know every week in and week out you get uh, several, several crews that like to make a lot of, lot of calls and sometimes they just pile onto one team and uh it, it makes it very difficult. Really, penalties are are tough. I, I remember years and years ago, Don Shula was the was the uh, president of the of a, the officials association, and his team was the least penalized team in the NFL year after year.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's on? Was he on the rules committee?
1: Yeah, he was the president of the of the rules committee and the and the officials. I think.
0: Right. So. <laughs> yeah, I remember yeah. that. Uh, So, things have kind of changed. I had this uh, Dallas-Philadelphia game marked as a possible playoff uh, matchup with playoff implications, but really, most of the games this weekend coming up, the playoff implications are with a a team possibly getting in the playoffs against a team that's out of the playoffs, except for this Pittsburgh-Baltimore game, which... I, you know, I don't even know what to think. I I thought that the Steelers were dead. They're not dead, are they, Kenny?
1: No, they have, they have to win, but they they need the Colts to lose, and the Colts are uh, close close to a twelve to one twelve to mon, 12 to one money line to win here in this game. So. They need a Colts loss, and they need to win. Uh, but they and they also need the Chargers Raiders not to tie. Uh, and
0: that's
1: the uh, the next scenario. Which right? Could possibly quite happen? You never know, but very very li- unlikely. So right, right. yeah. Ben, ben, Big Ben still has a chance.
0: Yeah, Big Ben still has a chance. I'll tell you what they uh, they sent him off uh, in great fashion in the game last night. Uh, the Saints have one path, and that is they win. San Francisco loses. I think they could beat the Falcons, but I don't know if they really need to be in the playoffs. I think San Francisco is a much better team, but I'm not sure that San Francisco can beat the Rockies. I mean, the Rams. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, you know it's a, a game the Rams must have. Uh, they're fighting for the fighting for the division, so it's a, they're not going to lay down. Uh, they're they're the better football team, but I don't know by how much because. Matthew Stafford really has struggled down the stretch here. Uh, yes,
0: he has. What what the, what has happened the, to him?
1: That was the question mark I had coming in on the season on the Rams. How good was Stafford going to be? Um, and it and it's still the question mark today. So, uh, well, you know, he's you know, he did he,
0: he doesn't have Calvin Johnson to throw to anymore. You know, so yeah, he
1: could definitely use Calvin
0: Johnson. <laughs> yes, he he could, and I know he's got you know Beckham, but you know Beckham's not the type of receiver that's going to give him the the performance that he needs. Cooper Cup is great. I honestly I think they miss uh, oh my goodness. Who's the one who got injured? The wide receiver. Yeah, Robert Woods. Robert Woods. They are missing him big time in that offense, I think.
1: Yeah, no doubt no doubt about it. Robert Woods is a great wide receiver. I thought they'd be able to fill in with uh, Odell Beckham um, and maybe he continues to get better, but boy i just don't like the struggles what i've seen out of stafford so yeah this is well the the saints you know maybe they don't belong but boy this is a team that has played hard all year they've gone through adversity from the beginning until now uh you know michael thomas their best wide receiver never
0: plays right
1: Uh, he was a point and a half player um they've gone through i think three starting quarterbacks or four starting quarterbacks this year and um you know coming off losing drew Brees, uh they're still fighting and they still have a chance for the playoffs. I mean, the, the Patriots last year lost to Tom Brady, and they were dust. They, were, they had no shot to make the playoffs, and here the Saints are with a with a good chance to make them.
0: Right. So, we're, we're going to end the show on this. Is it too early to pick a Super Bowl matchup?
1: I think it's ever, never too early. We're, we're picking Super Bowl matchups the before the year even started. People are you know, <laughs> talking about the, those Super Bowl matchups. But
0: uh, well, I'm going to throw one at you right now. I'm, I'm taking Green Bay and Kansas City.
1: Yeah, it's what off the top of my head right now. that's those are the two most experienced teams with the with the top talent. That uh, uh, yeah would be a great Super Bowl matchup, and that would be close to a pick'em, and that total would be. Probably somewhere about 55, 56.
0: Yes, and that is the kind of Super Bowl we want to see. All right, that wraps up our show. The Sports and Not Sports Betting Zone with Kenny White from Kenny White Sports. KennyWhitesports.com. we got the playoffs coming up next week, folks. We'll see you later.